Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Movie Podders. Um, this is another Movie with Friends episode. Um, as always, hosting with me is Ryan. I'm Brian, and with us this evening is our mate Dean. How you doing, Dean? Yeah, not too bad, thanks. Yourselves? Yeah, pretty good. Oh, Ryan. Yes. <laughs> Hello. See before, <laughs> see, see before we get started, by the way. I don't think we're going to talk about this night, but I need to talk about it with someone because I tried talking about it at work today and no one was interested, so I'm sure you as will be. I watched Age of Ultron yesterday for the first time in ages and I think it's a much better film than people say it is. I always did. I always loved it. Yeah? Yeah, if I'm honest, everyone was saying about Ultron being bad, uh, being bad compared to the books, but like when you think that Stark made this Ultron and not Pym, like in the comics, it completely makes sense. Yeah, especially like the... Yeah, see that when you, you get the vision from Scarlet Witch as well? Like, and it's just about like... Because everyone think, reads into that vision too much, I think, and it's about like... Um, that's what's going to happen in Infinity War with all these like, friends dying, but I think that was just about Age of Ultron, that. And about the fact yeah. that he's like going to cause destruction somehow. Well, it's more of a this is what could happen if you don't act now kind of thing. Yeah. Ryan, are you yeah, there? Uh, Hi, um, I'm just listening. Because I don't. Listening? <laughs> I generally, I, I still don't enjoy it. I think I saw it not that long ago, um, and I still have like probably some of the, the same problems that um, I can't remember. I think we maybe spoke about this on a, an episode recently. Um, was it last week we were talking about Age of Ultron? Yeah, two two weeks ago. Was it? Um, I I think I've I've still got the same kind of problems as what I had when it first came out. Uh, don't like the villain, didn't enjoy Ultron at all, and um, I hated Quicksilver in it. I just thought he was a bit of a yeah. nothing character. That's exactly what I was going to say. I couldn't stand his Quicksilver. Couldn't stand it. <laughs> I, I don't know. Even that doesn't bother me too much. I love Hawkeye in it. I love the vision, especially... See the bit when he picks up the hammer? Like That makes me smile so much. Sorry, any good, Dean. No, I was just gonna say his his whole introduction was brilliant. Like the fact with the bit when he, I loved the bit when he's standing next to Thor, and he looks at yeah. his cape and thinks that'd be cool, and then he suddenly generates the cape. I just think that's that was quite well done. Yeah, it's good. Like I never noticed it, it was some uh, it was something I was watching online pointed out because you you just it's just a little glance he gives as well. Um. Anyway, we're here to ask uh, Dean some questions, guys, tonight. So Ryan, if you would like to ask the first question <laughs> now. <laughs> we can get, we can find out Dean's answers. I sure will. Thanks for that, Brian. Yeah, just just in case you didn't know when to come in there, I thought I'd prompt you. And... Uh, it's very helpful. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, so, Dean, uh, what was the first movie you saw at the cinema? So I had a trouble remembering this one. It took me a good couple of hours, but I, it was Titanic. <laughs> Titanic? Titanic, the classic. Oh yes, yeah, the classic Leonardo DiCaprio number. And I always Wasn't remember it. Wasn't that like ninety seven that came out? Yeah, I was I was quite late to the whole cinema scene. Or early quite... depending on <laughs> Well most people see see answers and I'm like, No, you were too young to go see that at the cinema because they were literally <laughs> being like two, but you're quite you're quite old to for the first cinema trip. Well, I don't know, maybe Yeah, maybe I think I was about young. I think I was about fourteen, fifteen. Maybe even you... a wee bit younger, maybe thirteen. 
Uh, now I'm 33, I think. I started to lose count. So, yeah, well, you'd have been, what, 12, 13, yeah? Um, yeah, how, yeah, how do you feel right. about the Titanic? Uh, I still think it's a brilliant movie. I genuinely do. I get ripped by everyone for saying it, but I think that's when Leo should have won his first Oscar. Really? Yeah, well, that's 100%. Interesting. I, wonder who, I wonder who Leo was up against in 1997. Yeah, that's a good shout. Oh, God, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you. It must have been someone good. <laughs> so it'll be like the 1998 Oscar, won't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 1998 Best Oscar was Jack Nicholson, as good as it gets. I haven't seen it as good as it gets, so I can't, I can't tell you if Leonardo DiCaprio's no. Jack was better than Jack himself. <laughs> Ryan, do you like Titanic? Okay, I don't mind it. Sarah very much enjoys it, so we, we have watched it a number of times. I've watched it loads. My mum loved the Titanic, so I remember somebody bought it on probably VHS and like... Just was played in our house all the time. I always just remember loving like the last hour and sort of fifteen minutes, thinking that like the special effects were unbelievable. I'm yeah. sure they were in 1997. Yeah. Like, do you always remember the bit? I always remember is like, do you know the bit when it sort of splits in half and there's a guy hanging and he falls and he hits the propeller Aye. and then he like spins around really fast. Yeah. But I think the biggest question I with do, Titanic I do, I do, I see even now. I still chuckle. I know it's coming. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but it's quite funny. Um, it's kind of like the bit when um, completely different film, but it's on a boat as well. When in uh, Winter Soldier, when Cap kicks that guy off the boat, and he just sort of slams into the side and then flips oh, yeah, over. Yeah, and he was flying. Um, yeah. But the biggest question with Titanic is: Could Jack have fitted on the door? They they've done all science and stuff, haven't they? And they've said that it just wouldn't it wouldn't work. Like they've you've literally people gone in great detail and they've recreated the door and the weight of two humans and stuff like that. It's just people just take things too literally, I think. Yeah. Did, did they not do an episode of Mythbusters where and did they not they prove have. that he could have got on it? I'm not sure. Oh, really? I think they I think they did do a myth but excuse me, a Mythbusters, <laughs> but I couldn't tell you if what the outcome of that was. Uh, I can't remember. Oh, well. So, Titanic. That's, uh, I think, the first one we've had that's not a uh, kids' movie, isn't it? Yeah, like Disney or something, yeah. Yeah, Disney seems to have been a popular, <laughs> a popular answer so far. Nice. Oh, well. Good old Titanic. My heart will <laughs> go on. I was just going to say, I'll always remember it because I went with my best mate at the time, Carl, and we went on like a double date, and I think it was like one of the first proper dates I've ever been on this film. And by the it's end of the year the two lasses, yeah, the two lasses were straight face. <laughs> Me and him were bawling our eyes out, and they're fine. It was quite embarrassing, but it's one of the things, Nadine, I guess. That that makes me so happy that you said you were crying at the cinema because I'm always crying at the cinema, like literally all the time, um, <laughs> probably more than my wife when we go, we both go together. <laughs> I think if Cap dies in the Infinity War you're going to see me bit <laughs> yeah I, I was saying that to Ryan a few weeks ago like if like I'm really worried about that like we'll, we'll talk about Infinity War later but I'm really worried about that like I, I generally think I might need some time off work yeah compassionate leave <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> right Ryan what's next 
Uh, all right, next question. What was the last movie you saw at the cinema? Uh, Black Panther. And I loved it. Nice. Best thing about Black Panther? Uh, oh God, uh, White Wolf, 100%. I had to think about that then. But uh, White Wolf, I think it's going to be good to see him. If Hopefully, if they do it right, to see uh, Bucky and... Uh, Black Panther teaming up before he goes, I, I think, goes on to be Captain America. Do you see? We we had a little discussion about White Wolf, didn't we? Yeah. Because we were saying, like, we don't think it will happen because White Wolf is historically a black character. And we just think, like, how important Black Panther was for that community, it would be a bit of a, a slap in the face to then make that a white character. Because we don't really need a, another white superhero. That's true. So, they, are, they are in abundance at the moment. <laughs> so, yeah, there's, there's loads of them. Um, so we think it was maybe just a wee... Just a heads like, up. Nod, a nod yeah. to the like comic book fans, like someone like you who gets that. Do you know what I mean? Whereas, yeah. I, don't, I, 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 whereas I would agree with the latter part of what you said there. I, I, think, I think Bucky's going to become Captain America. I'm not as sure as I used to be because maybe they'll go down the Falcon route now, but I would quite like to see Bucky with that shield in his hand. I just I don't think they've made Falcon a, a powerful enough character in the MCU for him to take on that role. That's why I'm like ninety percent sure it'll be Bucky if if either of them get it. Yeah, no, yeah, that's, that's he probably has a, a bigger character. But one of the things I noticed about Civil War is there's, there's a point in Civil War where it's actually Falcon who's giving out the instructions. When they're on the battle, when they're having a fight at the airport, there's a bit where he's oh, telling people true. what to do, and I don't know yeah. if that's just a wee nod to say, like this guy's a camp- captain in a comic book as well, or it is like to go into bigger things. Who knows? Yeah, I, I don't know if there was that whole. Do you remember in? I'm sure you remember in uh, the Winter Soldier where Bucky actually grabs the shield off of him at one point and kind of poses behind it. I don't know if that's a heads up to what's coming. I know, but everyone's had a shot at the shield because, like, Black Widow has it in Age of Ultron for a while. She yeah, gets the shield true. on the bridge. So, I mean, I think I think that original shot when you see Bucky with the shield and and went a soldier is that's a direct like Easter egg for people who know that he's Captain America. He at one point he's been Captain America in the comics. Um, but other than White Wolf, like, what what did you like? What did you dislike about Black Panther? Uh, Feel free to go into spoilers because, like, this is a sort of special type episode. <laughs> well, I liked, uh, as sad as it sounds, the bit where he, uh, where the rhinos are, uh, they bring the rhinos into the battle, and that that last just stands there, and it just runs up to her, and you think the worst is going to happen, and it just stops right in front of her. So that was quite cool, and I did like the rhinos in the battle. I thought that was something different. He's not really seen any animals fighting in the MCU yet, and although it was only a few seconds, it was just it was something cool, something different. Yeah, and if the in in general in the MCU, they've tend to traded the animals out, like because Falcon's, um, little Falcon yeah, is Wing. yeah he's yeah it's, yeah he's a like a, a android or something like that. Um, I did what's like her what name? They did is, with that, yeah, I thought it was clever. Um, is it a Yoko? Is that is it a Yoko or Yoki? Ryan? Koye. Okoye, that's it, Okoye. She was brilliant, and I thought she was amazing just in general in the film. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. was was she the same person in the Civil War that uh, squared no. off with Scarlett no. Johansson? No, we checked it. I checked this because I thought I thought it was that... just because she was like the the sort of general. Thought it would yeah. maybe be her because it made me think when I was watching Black Panther, I was like, oh man, I'd love to see the two of them fight. Yeah, still would though. Definitely, I reckon we're definitely going to see more characters involved in uh, in the upcomings. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, anything about Black Panther you didn't like? Uh, no, no. Oh, in fact, no. To lie, uh, I didn't like that they killed off Claw. I, I'd get that. Um, uh, Michael B. Jordan's character—I forgot, like I've lost his name. Killmonger. Uh, Kill, Killmonger. I, I, I thought they had to make a statement with Killmonger, but I thought killing Claw off was a bit early because he's been like the nemesis of Black Panther for years and years in the comics, and now. He's effectively gone from the MCU, so I was a bit disappointed by that. Yeah, I would agree with that, especially because I think Andy Serkis's claw in in both Age of Ultron and in Black Panther was excellent, but we never really got yeah. that much of him. I, I was going to say that's one of my only downsides to the MCU is that they kill off villains far too easy. Like Ronan, uh, Ronan the Accuser, I thought that he was fantastic in the first Guardians of the Galaxy. And I could have genuinely loved to have seen him go up against different heroes to to see what it would have been like. But again, they killed him off too soon. It just seems villains, apart from Loki, only get the one movie, and it's it's kind of frustrating sometimes. Ryan is also a fan of Ronan, aren't you, Ryan? Very much so. And um, I think we've seen this in the last episode that we were talking about how he's due to come back for Captain Marvel. So. Uh, uh, I'm very much looking forward to that but yeah I, I love Ronan um, in the uh, Guardians and he seems to get a bit of a bad rap as being a bad villain but I thought he was a great villain personally Yeah, I'd, boy I'd, that's, what, that's just that's a bit of when I think of Ronan and he says like, <laughs> boy you call me boy he's talking to Thanos he's going to kill yeah. him yeah. Thanos isn't even bothered <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not I'm not the biggest Ronan fan I standing up <laughs> Um, I, I, like Ronan, talking about Ronan, like I don't have a problem with him, but like usually only two people I know who seem to have a bit of a keen interest in him. I just think I he's like a him. fantastic character. Like from the comics, he's he's this all powerful being and stuff. And in the comics, he wouldn't have been afraid to have a go at uh, Thanos. Like in that in that scene, which was a it was a, a shame to see him a little bit dumbed down. But I think they're just trying to emphasize like Thanos is this guy that even someone like Ronan just wouldn't dare mess with yeah no pro you're probably right there um I, I quite like the point you made about the, the villains we do tend to kill villains a lot um obviously there's a couple we don't know I mean we don't know what's happened to Red Skull me, me and Ryan have spoken about how we would like to see Red Skull back in the Mar- MCU yeah um who else have they killed uh, Hela, even even as as recently as hell. Well, we don't know if she's dead. She could have been sent to hell, but yeah, uh, I I thought Kate Blanchett didn't quite get enough screen time. I thought she was brilliant in the role, but again, just didn't get enough screen time. Yeah, she was quite good. I I wouldn't be surprised though if Kate Blanchett just with the like she Kate Blanchett's a really good actress in general. I'm, I'm wondering if she was maybe she signed up for a one and done sort of scenario. Yeah, I hope not. I hope, I'd like to see it again. I'd like to see more of them again and less Loki now. I think we've had too much Loki, in my opinion. Yeah, um, his his character's changed a lot as well. I mean, he doesn't seem as 
evil anymore. He just seems kind of, well, I suppose he is the god of mischief, but he just seems more mischievous than evil. He just wants to do it for a laugh and not for any particular reason. But I guess that's what he's all about, really. <laughs> yeah, I, I just really enjoyed him in Avengers and the first and the first Thor movie, and he's kind of he's, he has changed a bit, but it's just because he's so popular with the, the fans, so I kind of get that yeah. to an extent. Yeah, so Black Panther. I love Black Panther. Ryan wasn't so sure on it, were you? No, I wasn't. It's um, quite low down on my my overall list. I don't think it's made my top ten. I think it was like end up like thirteenth overall for my. Um, when I like, worked out on my list but no I didn't enjoy it as much as what everybody else did I liked the whole James Bond film to, uh, feel to it because I'm, like, I'm yeah. quite a fan of the James Bonds and it did feel very James Bondish, especially when they were in Wakanda yeah I think that was Wakanda a bit I'd said to <laughs> Brian as well about it was that it was like the stuff in South Korea like reminded me of James Bond and I liked all that stuff but it was more the stuff in Wakanda I didn't enjoy I think he doesn't yeah. like Africa. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke. That's just a joke, by the way. <laughs> I don't know how he feels about Africa. <laughs> um, what's the next question? Uh, next question, what's your favourite childhood movie? Titanic? <laughs> no, unfortunately not. My favourite childhood movie was also, uh, I think one of the questions in a bit was the your favourite movie of all time. Same question. Uh, same answer, sorry. Before you so so we can save that, do you have a second place? Oh, second place. Uh, oh, it wouldn't really be fit for children because it's an 18. Uh, we'll go the <laughs> other way, right? So, <laughs> favorite childhood memory, uh, childhood film, uh, Jurassic Park. Love it. All right, okay. Yeah, and that's I a, a very close second place. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love uh, Jurassic Park. is is my favourite movie of all time. Favourite yeah. favorite Jurassic Park quote? Oh, my favourite Jurassic Park quote? Uh, it's one big pile of shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's got to be. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a good one. Oh, that's so good. I just love it. Like, Shooter! <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love it. <laughs> Shooter! Shooter! Here's another one as well, though. Clever girl. Yeah. No, there's just so many it. memorable quotes. I just love everything about it. Like we, we, like when I get married, Dean, like we had movie, we had our tables as movies, our favorite movies. Jurassic Park was one of them. I believe you were sat on that table, Ryan. Were you not? Yeah, possibly. You don't, you don't, I cannot you remember. Don't remember. <laughs> um, but like, just like every, all the little details, a little bit with the the water and the cup. Yeah. Like the. One of my favourite things, and this kind of like, I think this is in all the Jurassic Park movies, is there always has to be someone who screams run. Yeah, I've noticed that. You noticed that? that? There is. Run. Yeah, every. Obviously, <laughs> she's running in the first one where we limp. Such a good film. Like, T-Rex, like the T Rex coming in at the end. With the banner like yeah. down. Just like a classic Spielberg movie, though. Like, it's just, it's got him all over it, I think. It's amazing. Yeah. It's so good. It, it, and it's one of those films where, yeah, like the plot's not airtight. There's lots of mistakes in just like, like what you're watching in terms of like the scene, like the like it's almost like the location changes at times. Like the classic one being the fact that the T Rex, like breaks down the fence and then, but oh, somehow the car falls over into a big massive ditch that wasn't <laughs> there. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's a few. I mean, I've seen it that many times. There's just, there's a bit where, where they first come to the island, they're landing on the helicopter. Uh, where they're first landing, you can see the cars backed right up against the helipad. Yeah. But, uh, when the helicopter lands and they go to the cars, the cars are reversing up. up to the helipad. Yeah. yeah. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's one of those ones where just... you just don't care, though. You're like, it's Jurassic Park, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, you're not, you're tuning in to see dinosaurs. Exactly. <laughs> And me and I speak about this as well. Like, it's one of those films. Is like when you watch it, it still holds up. Like the special effects. Yeah, they genuinely still hold up. There's a couple of them. You can tell it's CGI. Like the is it a Diplodocus or a Brontosaurus? It's at the start. Yeah, it still looks good. It still looks decent, but it's it, it. You can tell. No, I couldn't tell. Like as a kid, I was blown away by that. But like, you can sort of tell now and. There's a couple of, I think, is it the Gallimanus as well? When they're running, yeah. you can sort of tell then, but the T-Rex is just unbelievable. Yeah, I think with, with Jurassic Park especially, there was a lot of animatronics more than CGI, wasn't there? So it yeah. holds yeah. up, or it will hold up for as long as possible because it was technically real, which I think helps a lot with it as well. Because yeah. you can slowly, yeah, we... you're slowly starting to see the CGI, although at the time was like the best and they put the most money into it. It's just it's slowly starting to look old compared to the stuff you see today. Yeah, Amelia's still never seen Jurassic Park. I keep telling her she needs to. Oh come on! Watch it. <laughs> and what I'm what I'm hoping for this year is that um we do the, the we go to this thing in Sheffield called Village Screen, and basically what they do is like it's just like this traveling cinema company, and they sort of erect a screen somewhere like the last one we went to was like in a farm at Halloween, and they showed Beetlejuice. Nice. And they're doing one, they're doing one in a cave this year, and I'm really hoping it's Jurassic Park because it's the 25th year anniversary. So there has to be at least some cinema somewhere that's going to be showing it on on the big screen. Right. Yeah, hopefully um, it's really. Remember, I've um, already informed you. I'm going to see it on the big screen this year. Yeah, you're going to see it with the orchestra. I know. Mm-hmm. Oh, I saw that. Coming... Yeah, it's coming to Portsmouth in December. I think it is. Nice. You we, doing so, it? we were going to. Yeah. yeah, I think so. We were going to do it, but it was it, and it was twenty eight pound for a ticket, which we we were fine with at first. But then when we went to book the tickets, it said restricted viewing, and I was like, I don't want to pay twenty eight quid, and then see like a bit of the screen being missed out. So yeah, we just gave it a miss. But I'll settle for it just a normal screening on the the big screen. I've been I've been uh, tweeting Cineworld every now and again, asking, telling them to put it on. Well, hopefully for the 25th like, anniversary they'll release like a, uh, what do you call it, a remastered edition. For, oh, maybe. It's probably With, already out. Yeah, I'd have to have a look. Off topic, I saw Braveheart's getting a 4K remake. Well, not a remake, but uh, an upgrade. <laughs> That's always good. <laughs> I've not nice. watched Braveheart in... Braveheart is a film I both love and hate. <laughs> <laughs> So, so many problems with it, but I also like love it as well. Apart, yeah, the guy wearing a watch and stuff. <laughs> I've not noticed that. I've not noticed that. I've noticed the cars, like the especially the one at the funeral. I've noticed the car at the funeral. If <laughs> uh, you know, it's like it's behind the bushes. You see it like sort of driving behind the bushes. I don't think I saw that one. I've seen the watch. I've not seen the watch. That's brilliant. <laughs> um. The trouble with Scotland is it's full of Scots. I love that bit so much. 
I love the wee Irish guy. My island. My island. (laughs) My island. (laughs) What is it? The good Lord says I'm saved. But he also says... (laughs) You're fucked. (laughs) (laughs) I might watch Braveheart tonight. Um, What's next, Ryan? Uh, Right, so what's the worst movie you've ever seen? Oh, see, this one was so easy for me for two reasons. Groundhog Day, and it's because it's a complete cop-out because it's the same film (laughs) rehashed every five minutes or whatever, and I'm going to get stick for this, but I cannot stand Bill Murray as an actor. I can't stand him. So thanks for listening to Movie Models, guys. (laughs) I liked him in Zombieland, and that was it. I don't know why. I just I can't take to him, and it like it puts me off Ghostbusters and everything. I just I don't know what it is about him. I just don't like him. <laughs> no, I mean, that, that's fair enough. I, I love it when people hate movies. I don't know. I get a, <laughs> I get a wee bit of pleasure when someone like really hates a film because I've got my own film that I really hate. I can't say I can't agree with you on Bill Murray in general. I'm a I'm a bit of a Bill Murray fan. However. I was quite late to the day to Groundhog Day and I, I, I wasn't overly impressed with it. I thought it was a bit boring. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't hate it though, but I did find I did I was a bit disappointed because it, it was a film that was like, oh if you're a Bill Murray fan you'll love you'll love Groundhog Day and I just thought it was a bit ah, it's okay. Um yeah. although, however though Ghostbusters is one of the best comedies of all time, so I have to disagree with you there. I must have you seen the new one? I didn't get a chance to catch that one yet. I don't know if I want to waste two hours of my life. <laughs> I have seen the new one. Um, I did not enjoy it. Um, I, not even Chris Hemsworth himself could save that. Chris film, Hemsworth was—he was the best thing in it. So he was like, I'm—I'm I'm not just saying that because like I'm a fan, a fan because I like Thor. He—he he was genuinely the best thing in in Ghostbusters. There's some really like awful, awful jokes in it, like just really cringy, bad, and it just. It makes me feel uncomfortable when I watch it. Was it like one of action. Like just, a joke your uncle off. would tell at a birthday party. One of those just ones. Like, like, there was one where like they're in some sort of I don't know, it's a concert, I don't know if it's a school or something, and this big green monster thing like lands on one of their shoulders. And it's just so like it's like a it's like pantomime acting, like when she's like, oh, get this off me, blah blah blah. I don't know what she says, but it's awful. Um, Bill Murray's in that, and he's actually awful in that as well. Um, is Dan Aykroyd shopping it? Dan Aykroyd shows up in it, and so does the guy that plays Winston. It's really bad that we don't know his name. <laughs> um, and actually, the guy who plays Winston was the best cameo because it was quite a it was quite a natural one, whereas the Bill Murray one and the Dan Aykroyd one felt a bit forced. I think that film was forced by the sounds of it. <laughs> yeah, silly. Um, I wouldn't recommend it, but I would recommend <laughs> some more Bill Murray films. So, so you don't you don't watch Wes Anderson films then? I'm uh, pretty sure no. Wes Anderson has never made a movie and not cast Bill Murray. Yeah, I was going to say is a bit. What is was Zombieland one? Nah, I've seen that. Nah. Nah. Yeah, I think that's literally the only film I've actually watched all the way through with him in it. If I'm honest. <laughs> Have you seen oh, Fantastic Mr. Fox? Uh, no. 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 Well, he voices one of the characters in that. I don't know if that's the same. Is he in the Royal Tenenbaums? I think so, yeah. 
can't remember him in that. Putting, I don't. I think he is. That's the one with like um, Ben Stiller's in that one, isn't he? Ah, uh, yes, he, he is in it. I don't remember I think him. He's in, in them all. I'm pretty sure he's yes. in them all. Ben Stiller's another one I don't like, and uh, oh, what's his name from Happy Gilmore? Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. I don't know what that again. I, I just don't know. It's that kind of because all three of those have a similar kind of comedy attachment to them. I think, and it's just that kind of thing. I just don't get. It just it doesn't tickle me, you know. And it just everyone else laughing and me just looking at it. I think just made me feel worse over the years towards them. And I'm just like, no, I can't stand it. See, when it comes to um. Adam Sandler, I still have a bit of a soft spot for him for his old stuff. Happy Gilmore, Happy Gilmore, like Big Daddy, um, Waterboy. Uh, I I love those films growing up, so I've still got a bit of a a soft spot for Adam Sandler. Uh, Ben Stiller, I can take a leave. Not that fussed about him either way. His dad is funny. Uh, did you ever watch King of Queens, the TV series? His dad's in that, and he's absolutely hilarious. Um, now I've just seen his dad in a Zoolander, isn't it? He's in Zoolander. Plays his dad in that, I think. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen Zoolander. You'll hate me for that, and we'll probably stop the recording now. But I don't think I've ever watched Zoolander. I mean, this might be an unpopular opinion, but I think it's only okay. I really like it. Like- I really enjoy it. Yeah, I think it's pretty good. There's some bits that are, are genuinely funny, but I, I don't think it's a, it's a, it's that great. But each to their own. What's next, Ryan? So the next question um, is: What is your favourite male or female actor? Uh, you can answer just with one of them, or you can answer for both. Oh, I didn't know I had the choice of both. Uh, well, I picked the male one, uh, which for me, Ryan Reynolds. It's just at the the opposite end of what I was exactly what I was saying there. I just, everything the guy does is funny. Uh, I mean, people that even like yourselves that know me know that I've been a fan of Deadpool since before Deadpool was cool. <laughs> and yeah. uh, when Ryan got picked uh, to play Deadpool, oh where where he didn't really get picked. Kind of when Ryan forced that he was going to be Deadpool, it just kind of I just knew from then it was going to be like one of the most perfect films of all time, and I wasn't disappointed. But everything he does, I think for every person on this planet, there is an actor or actress who does comedy that they just find hilarious in every way. And for me, it's just him. <laughs> um, I do like Ryan. I like Ryan Reynolds a lot, um, especially as Deadpool. I think what you're saying is right there. I think he was, I don't really like this expression, but he was born to play Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think there's anyone who's be- who would who would do it better than him. Um, yeah, it's the same as like Hugh Jack with Wolverine. Some people are just well, like, yeah, made to play that role, and you couldn't imagine anyone yeah. else replacing. Um, I, I think I think Ryan Reynolds is the most perfectly cast out of it, all the all the superhero casts. Because I, th- I think we've got some really good ones. Like you mentioned, Hugh Jackman. I think Chris Evans as Captain America is unbelievable. I think uh, Tony Stark. That's how good he is. Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> Is Iron Man Tony Stark is unbelievable as well, um, but I think Ryan Reynolds is just—I I don't know—he is just perfect, absolutely perfect for for Deadpool. Um, in terms of his other stuff, though, like I, I can't think of many Ryan Reynolds films that I'm like, oh, that was so good. 
And and I watch Ryan. I watch if Ryan Reynolds is in a film, I'll probably give it a watch just because I like him, and yeah. so he probably make most things watchable. He he didn't quite manage it with Blade Three, however, he, he was the best thing in Blade Three, but he never quite made it. Watch yeah, see, Blade I think. 3. Yeah, I thought in Blade Three he just played Wade Wilson. <laughs> I thought that was <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. just Wade Wade Wilson <laughs> yeah. from start to finish. Yeah. I just I, I used to watch like. Two Guys, a Girl, and a Pizza Place. Did you ever watch that? That was no, a sitcom that Ryan Reynolds was in. Was that so uh, before? Yeah, it was before he was in movies. Like I used to watch that. Like I watched it when it was on, so it was like ages ago, so I knew about him for, for ages. And I just remember he showed up in Blade. Like, he's in Two Guys, a Girl, and a Pizza Place. He's just a skinny guy. <laughs> like, you, you would never have pegged as, like... And then he shows up with his, like, tap-off, and he's, like, stacked. <laughs> like, he's got a big beard and stuff, and you're like, who's this guy? <laughs> um, talking about Deadpool do you think we'll see if this deal with Fox and Disney go through do you think we'll see Deadpool in the MCU I don't know I don't know how they'd do it I mean my little one watches the Ultimate Spider-Man TV series and they had an episode of that with Deadpool in it and he was he was really dumbed down but they still made it kind of fun so if they go on that premise where they just make him hilarious without the bad language and the blood and stuff, it could work. But I don't think you could get him in a whole film. I think it would have well, to be like a small cameo. Yeah, I, I think it could work though because, like, like everyone, know, Deadpool is not just a. Like, if Deadpool had just showed up, say, like the first time we saw Deadpool was in the Avengers. And you had this character that was breaking the fourth wall and stuff like that. I think people would be like, what on earth is this? But everyone knows Deadpool now. He's one of the most popular superhero characters in the world. Yeah. Because of that movie. Like, Deadpool, like, in a movie, when he, like, swearing, but it being bleeped out, would work. Because That's it would true. annoy him. Like, so he'd he would know get, it was like, happening. <laughs> yeah, he'd get pissed off about it. And I think that could be really funny. Now, I do think you would have to still have his own movies as a, are rated just because I, th- I think he just he's one particular character, but I think it works better that way. But um, that'd be interesting. And I was saying to Ryan a wee while ago that like of all the characters, like because if obviously when Disney gets all these characters, they're all going to get recast. Like like uh, Jean Grey, Cyclops, all of them. But Deadpool is actually one that you could keep the same. Oh, because... he's, he's not changing. There's no way they changed Deadpool. He just made too much money. I mean, and if, no, no. if he can, no, go on. No, no, it's on you go finish. Oh, right, I was gonna say if if he can make the money he made uh, that he made for Fox on that budget, imagine what he could do with Disney's unlimited money. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, no, I agree. But my my point as well is always like because obviously they changed Andrew Garfield when the fans cried out. For Andrew Garfield to stay, but his Disney was like, "No, nah, he's not staying because they, because they don't, they don't play to the crowd." Disney, like they have this, yeah. like Marvel, they've got like a vision and they stick to it, and they're not trying to please people before the film's out. They please people with their end product, which is how you should yeah. make a movie, in my opinion. But the reason I think that Ryan Reynolds could still play Deadpool is because of the character Deadpool is. He breaks the fourth wall. He knows he's in a movie. He can comment on how how ridiculous this is. Like that one moment he wasn't in the MCU and now he is. It would just work really well. Um, I'd love to see him interact with some of those characters as well. Like, can you imagine Deadpool like interacting with like Rocket Raccoon? That would be good. Or, uh, or the Hulk. Hulk. 
Stuart. Yeah, the Hulk. Do you know what I mean? There's so many characters that it would be so good to to see him in a Spider Man. Him and yeah, uh, him and That's Tom Holland. I, <laughs> yeah, I mean, going back to what you were saying about uh, Andrew Garfield, <laughs> where I have the page on Facebook, I actually started a petition to get. <laughs> uh, to get them to keep Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. But then when you look back and you see, obviously now Homecoming's out and you see the interaction with Stark and what Spider-Man is, you just, Garfield is, is like an old man compared to yeah. Tom Holland. Yeah. It, just, it just wouldn't yeah. have... No, you're, you're right. And and that just goes back to what I was saying. Is like That's one of the things I really like about Marvel and Kevin Feige is that they're not trying to please people before their films are out. They're like, no, we've got this plan and we're sticking to this plan. We believe in it. And generally, most of the time, their end product's really good. I think the only time they failed to wow me personally was Thor 2. I was well, just, about- it was so, it was so lackluster for me. It was really disappointing. What about Iron Man 2? I, do you know, and I'm again, you're probably going to stop the recording. <laughs> Iron Man 2 is my favourite Iron Man film. Nah, come on. Oh. Honestly, nah, I don't know. I genuinely, so I don't know what it is about it, but it's, I think, I love my Formula 1, so it's good to see, like, your Formula 1 cars in there. Uh, I love yeah, Mickey Rourke. When did Tony Stark learn to drive a Formula 1 car? <laughs> but he can do anything. It's just, he, he knows how to do it in a book, so he can do it in real life. <laughs> if the man can build a suit that can go into space... You can drive a car. <laughs> I know, but I just like, I don't know, I just, I, I don't like Iron Man 2. It's my least favourite of the the whole MCU. Even more than 3? I quite like 3. There's a, there's, there's a, there's a, there's a bit in 3. Like, see the, the PTSD stuff? Yeah. Uh, wait, PTSD, is that right? Yeah, yeah. PTSD stuff. Yeah. Like, I think that is, it's so good, like, and it, it it started to make the consequences of everything they were doing more real, and I think that's become more of a factor. And and actually, like, if you look at Tony Stark now, like that the journey he's on, he's like, even when he's not talking about it, and it's not as obvious in like Age of Ultron or Civil War, it's still visible, and he's the way he's changed as a character. And so I think that was actually an important movie for for his character and his development. But there's so much that happened in that film that they've missed. Like, for instance, uh, with what happened with Rhodey in the Civil War, why doesn't he just use Extremis to fix him? Like, he knows it works in small doses, and the reason uh, uh, Aldrich Killian died is because he used too much of it. Why doesn't he help Rhodey by using it? There's just some things just annoy me with it. Like, why didn't he bring his suits out sooner and stuff like this? Why would you not have suits on guard at the, the house? There's just loads of kind of holes for me. It just didn't really add up. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm not saying it's not without its problems, but I don't know. I did like in, I loved Whiplash. Whiplash was good. Oh, in number three, no, I didn't not. like... No, <laughs> Whiplash. I thought it was Even the whole, I want my belt. <laughs> I hated that so much. <laughs> it's just, I'm with Ryan. Whiplash is... A, I'd have rather seen... Is it Justin Hammer? Yeah. Yeah. I really liked him. I'd rather, I'd rather just yeah, rather Justin good. Hammer is the bad guy. He was straight out the comics for me. Just the way he like he even went and if 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 I may like that, it was just absolutely perfect. I thought he was brilliant. Yeah, Sam Rockwell as Justin Hammer. Yeah, yeah, and I would have just preferred that he was the bad. He was the villain. He was an antagonist. I- but we got this awful whiplash. <laughs> 
He's just chewing a cocktail stick the whole movie. <laughs> With the third one, though, I did like the heads up to rescue uh, when Pepper had that suit rounder. That was quite cool. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. And we might maybe get to see that even. She yeah, was posted. Well. She posted a picture, didn't she, a few months ago with her and the CGI leggings that they wear for. Yeah, Iron I didn't see that. I don't know if she's reckon... she going to get stuck in it like she did in the comics, though. But I guess time will tell. But the thing is, now, now Doctor Strange is in this, and he has the Time Stone and the Infinity Gauntlets there. They could do whatever they want in this movie. They could literally kill everyone. And then uh, the Infinity Gauntlet just hit the reset button and everything's back to what it was before even this conversation. So I hope they don't go too much into that if they like make mistakes and stuff like that. Yeah. I, think really... I kind of ju- just hope that... It, it, yeah, I think some people will die in Infinity War then come back. But I also hope like there's just people who are... Who are dead and like superheroes that die and remain dead in Infinity War? Mm-hmm. Um, what What's the next question, Ryan? Sorry. Uh, so, what's a film that you've uh, sort of you haven't seen but you've always wanted to? See, do you know this? I could not think of a single film that I haven't seen that I wanted to see. The only thing, no, there just there just isn't any. I've literally think I've seen every film I wanted to. The only thing, if it counts. I gutted I never got to see Jurassic Park in the cinema. Fair enough. That's, that's, that's the best answer I could have for that. I mean, like, literally, when a film comes out, I'm, I'm either straight to the cinema or I'll, I'll go on Netflix to wait for it to come out on Blu-ray. And Yeah, so I, was, I was really uh, perplexed with that question. Nothing, nothing from the past? Uh, I, I pretty much, like, even, even old school films that were out before I was born... Like your your old Clint Eastwood numbers and just going back even further, I've I've pretty much just seen them all. I mean, we're so lucky to live in an age where films can get restored and put on the DVDs yeah, yeah. and stuff. And I think it's it's good that you can go back and just literally watch whatever you want. Well, what about so if what... we suggest a film that you should see that maybe you haven't? Don't know if that's a an idea. Well, yeah. there's a film I've always wanted to see, like, and I, I don't know why I've never got around to watching it. Like, one of the reasons is like I was trying to buy it and nowhere was selling it for a while, but I think that's not the case anymore. There's a movie called Heat with Al Pacino right. and Robert De Niro. I think it's like mm-hmm. three hours long. It's meant to be an incredible movie. Um, it's like Al Pacino's a cop, Robert De Niro's a a thief, and he's got a wee gang. I think Val Kilmer's in it as well. I've always wanted to see that film, and for I don't know why, but I've never got around to watching it. It's a brilliant film. There's a big scene at the end in, in uh, I think it's an airport. I'm pretty sure it's an airport, and it's basically where where it gets down right the way down to it, and it's just Pacino and uh, De Niro, and it's it's brilliant. It really, is one of easily in my top it, twenty films. There's a scene in a cafe, and they're not having like coffee or something like that. In a cafe, they're having a wee chat, apparently. Yeah. Um, it's two of probably the biggest actors of all time. Just sharing the screen is just, it's really good. Yeah. Um, I do, I've got loads of films I've never seen that I want to see, but there's none of I can, that's the only one that came, that's the first one that came to the top of my head. Yeah, I mean, I'm probably the same. There's probably going to be like, when we get, when we finish today, I'm probably going to be like, ah, yep, I've not seen <laughs> that. Because <laughs> we said to Robo, didn't we, Memento? Yeah. I've uh, never seen that. Is that Christian Bale? I don't. Th- oh, I'll tell you a film I've. No, no, see, it's come to me now. Uh, what was the one where. Was it The Machinist where he dropped all that weight? 
Christian yeah. Bale to yeah, I've yeah, never yeah. seen that. That's that's it. That's the film I want to see that I've never seen. I knew it would come to me because I always I, remember the stories about when the Dark Knight came out. Uh, no, Batman Begins, and everyone's like, oh, I can't believe how much weight he's put on since The Machinist. I think primarily I just want to watch it to see how skinny he was because I've heard it was like <laughs> ridiculous. I've I've never seen it, but I've heard it's excellent as well. I've seen bits of it, and he is he's pretty skeletal. Like in it, he's um, <clears throat> he has dropped like a lot of weight, and then to think like how much he's put on for um, Batman Begins, like because he was quite beefy, like he was quite thick. Yeah, he was stacked. Yeah, like he's, he's like in, like he looks like. I mean, other than maybe his height, he looks like what Batman should look like. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I suppose quite, on who's what who's rendition of Batman. Quick sidestep, who's the best Batman, Dean? Uh, ben Affleck, 100%. Yes. Well, I don't yes. really have to think about that. No. He, is, <laughs> yes. he is Miller's Batman to a T. Like, he's brilliant at it. I love it, especially in Justice League. Well, I say in Justice League, he looked good in Justice League, but I didn't like the amount of jokes he had. I thought he was better in Batman v Superman as Batman than he yeah. was in, in Justice League. But I, yeah, I agree, I think. Uh, I prefer Batfleck to... Christian Bale. Swear to me! Christian Bale's not even my second favourite Batman. (laughs) Michael Keaton? Don't say George Clooney. (laughs) No, God, no. Bat nipples. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. What have we got next, Ryan? Uh, Okay, so what's your favourite scene that you connect to a song? Uh, Probably anything from Guardians of the Galaxy. When... I think James Gunn picked a near-perfect soundtrack for that film. And whenever you hear those songs, because you hear them like every now and then, you can just automatically recognise the scene that Guardians of the Galaxy... Well, I can recognise yeah. like, oh, that's the bit where Rocket was doing this and you're making me beat up grass, that kind of stuff. And it just makes me kind of <laughs> chuckle every time. I thought it was brilliant. Did, you, did anyone watch Guardians? It was on BBC the other week. Did anyone watch it? Nope. You're making no. me beat up grass. <laughs> um, <laughs> There's, see this see this song that was in the trailer the what was the song hooked on a feeling mm-hmm. yeah I can't remember what it was but there was a film out a wee while ago and it had hooked on a feeling on it and I was just like that's an awful song to pick because that is people only know that song because because of Gardens of the Galaxy yeah, yeah. do you want to know an I interesting fact go on that song made more money uh, from the trailers of Guardians of the Galaxy before it was released than it did when it was actually released the first time in 1982. <laughs> wow, I mean it was such a but it was such a perfect song. Like that's what I mean. That's something James Gunn does really well, and like yeah. it's something I appreciate with, with, with some movie makers. Like Edgar Wright does the same thing as James Gunn, where they both play the music on set as the film in that particular scene. So, for example, like. The scene with this is, this is Gardens of the Galaxy Two, but the scene with Yondu and come a little bit closer when they, when they were filming that James Gunn has that song playing in the background. Edgar Wright did all the same stuff with Baby Driver, and so that's so I, I, the reason I think James Gunn's songs fit so well with Gardens of the Galaxy is because like a part of his movie they're not just like some people make movies and then they add the songs on after. Yeah, so like, it's not just the later, soundtrack; oh, what, it's part of yeah, the film. Yeah, exactly. Like it's so it, it. I hate this kind of language, but it's almost a character, like the music that James Gunn picks for the the movie. Yeah, what, no, I know. But, so, it, like, obviously, Guns of Galaxy. I think that's a great choice. But is there any one particular song and scene? Uh, probably 
for me when uh, the Jackson Five start playing, when Groot, you realize Groot's alive, so you're all happy and you're like, yes, Groot made it. He's alive. He's alive. There he is. <laughs> and then he just suddenly starts like dancing along to the song. For me, I just even just talking about it puts a smile on my face. I just thought that was a brilliant end to the to the film, and the song was just a really good choice for it. Yeah. What about um? Well, what about uh? Do you prefer the soundtrack from the first or the second film? Uh, the first one, I think. I've done, I've only ever, I've only seen the second one two or three times, so I'm still kind of. It, I, it takes me a good, especially when the Marvel films, I have to watch them a good four or five times to like fully appreciate it. I think. I don't yeah, know I if that's think, just yeah. me, but I, I think like I'd connected to the songs for the first one better first time but as times went on like uh, I think I said that a few times like I think like I prefer the soundtrack for the second film than what I do the, the first now see I I used and I used to disagree with Ryan and I, I don't know I'm not saying I agree with him but I'm coming more round to his thinking especially when I think of the scenes I, I, I think I feel I can connect scenes to the songs a lot clearer like I was saying the one with Yondu the one with um, the it's not Led Zeppelin who is it who's the band See, well, I'm who, struggling. I'm struggling to remember any songs from the second. What's the scene? <laughs> it's the scene when they're going into Eagle Spaceship. It's a Formula One song. It's oh yeah, yeah. Um, that is Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood Mac, like that song's like cl- that's clearly stuck in my head. Um, like that's the, those are the two the two songs like the most, and I, and then the one from the first one for me is the one where it's like, uh, what is it, Ooh Child? Yeah. Yeah. When he's dancing, dancing with Gamora. Nice dancing that, with Ronan. Is that that bit? Nice. And he's doing <laughs> oh, like the freestyle yeah, dancing. No, I know what yeah, yeah. <laughs> After it's all gone. Yeah. yeah. No, it's just so many bits. See when he passes it to Gamora and she does nothing. He's like subtle, and then takes it back. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, Sega film. We're the James Gunn of the really galaxy, bitch. But I think James Gunn started something there in in the superhero universe because you've had like Deadpool since and Thor. Uh, Ragnarok again had a fantastic soundtrack. I was so impressed with that soundtrack. The use of the immigrant song in that film is amazing. Yeah, like, and I know they use it twice, and it works. I think it works both times, especially the second time. Like, see that scene where like it's just like he's just had a chat with his dad, and he's just like, "Are you the god of thunder or the god of hammers?" Yeah. And he goes back down, and they just like see the bit with the lightning and stuff, and he's just like. There's a bit where it's just like we we me and Ryan talk about this quite a lot with the superhero movies when they've kind of got like it's almost like the double page spread and see the one when he's jumping down and those like there's all those like bad oh, guys with the spears soldiers, pointing yeah. up at him and it's just like strikes him with lightning. I love that. See that shot? I just think it's like one of the one of my favorite shots in Thor Ragnarok. So good. Yeah, there was there was a couple of good shots like that in there, like the one where uh, Hell is fighting the Valkyrie. And you've got them busting through the clouds with the sun behind them, and she's throwing all the swords yeah, from the yeah. darkness and stuff. Again, that was a fantastic. I think uh, the the, uh, the director, I forget his name, is it Wakiki? Tita Taika Watiti. That's it, Watiti. Yeah, he's he's fantastic. I'd I'd never heard of him before before Thor, but now he's he's Korg for me. He's Korg forever. Yeah, the hammer pulled you off. <laughs> just, he's got so many good lines that when he's like 
you don't have to be worried unless you're made of scissors. And he's like, it's a little rock, paper, scissors joke for you. I just thought it was I, fantastic in the whole thing. It's just a bit when he's just like, it seems like you and the Hammer had an intimate relationship and losing it has been comparable <laughs> to your like, happiness. Just the way he speaks is so good. And he's talking about yeah. like a rebellion and stuff like that as well. Well, I didn't print enough pamphlets on him. My mum and my stepdad <laughs> turned up and I don't really get on with him. <laughs> just so good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's excellent. I was pleasantly surprised by that film, especially after the second one was, as I say, the second one's my least favourite. And I thought, you know what, I'll give this one a go. And I'm I'm so glad I did because it's it's up there now with my my it's in my top five. I'm not gonna lie, it's Brilliant. up there. Nice. What's next, Ryan? Um, okay, so this will probably be a bit of a, a biggie. Um, we've kind of I think you've maybe let us on to um, what one of your answers is. But what is your top five MCU movies in order? Oh, it's almost like I knew what the next question was going to be. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for me, I had a bit of difficulty with this one. Number one, uh, without a shadow of a doubt, for me is the Winter Soldier. I just think the Russo brothers just brought something new and almost darker to to the MCU, and it worked perfectly. Uh, I don't know what you guys think of the, the Winter Soldier. Would you have it up there? It's man. Oh, I was going to say what oh, we can say our own individual because we're doing a little Marvel countdown, um, and it basically we did number well we did number five at the weekend there. And Winter Soldier's not been announced yet, so we obviously both um, think quite highly of it. Yeah, say no more then. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, for me, it's just it's the whole package. It's good to see Bucky coming back. It was good to see them playing with that story because I've I've read that st- I've read the story of Captain America and Bucky Barnes so many times, like all the different the comic arcs and stuff, and when he went on to be Cap and everything. So it's really good to see Bucky uh, in there. And then uh, you had Falcon as well. I think it was it the introduction of Falcon as well, yeah, the Winter Soldier. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, for me, fantastic. I think we might have all seen that one together. Uh, in Glasgow. Oh, would that have been at the IMAX, maybe? It was a double bill, sh- I remember going to. No, but, or maybe that, but I went back to see it, and I'm pretty sure... Cause I remember we've seen a few super... Because we went to see X-Men Days of Future Past together, do you remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Did we not um, go and see Fast and Furious together as well? Did we? I think I remember going to see that with you and your team. Oh, we saw Robocop. Remember seeing Robocop? (laughs) Yeah. The Godzilla. Did we go to Godzilla together? Uh, I think we did. Yeah, that was at the IMAX. Yeah. Yeah. Putting that out there, Godzilla. (laughs) That's right. Godzilla is an awesome film. That's my favourite Godzilla film. We we like it, don't we? But we've got got some issues with it. There's not enough Godzilla (laughs) in it, for my opinion. (laughs) Yeah. Not enough Brian Cranston. They kind of sold yeah, the fact yeah. that film on the fact that he was going to be in it because Breaking Bad had obviously just finished and was massive. And I think they did play a lot that he was in it and then kind of killed him off within about 25 minutes, I think. <laughs> so that was a bit disappointing. But just that, but... They set him up as a main character as well. Like the first yeah. half an hour, you're like, oh, this this guy's going to drive the movie forward. And then he's like, oh, maybe he's, maybe he's no driving the movie forward then. And then he's amazing in it. The, my biggest complaint, I've said this to Ryan before, and I think he maybe agrees, is that there's a scene at the airport where there's monsters showing up and you're thinking, yes, I'm going to get to see a big fight here. And then it cuts away and you see nothing. And yeah. I felt I felt the first half of the movie did a lot of that. And then when we finally get but it... it was action, teasing, wasn't it? It's just, it was just kind of teasing you into it eventually. 
I don't need these. I know why I'm there. I'm here to see big <laughs> monsters fight each other. Which is why I'm looking forward to Rampage. Yeah, that does look quite good. That was is that is that the one that's it's based on a video game? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just looks yeah, like yeah, stupid looks fun. Yeah, I watched anything yeah, so, with the rock in it. To be fair. Yeah, same. So Winter Soldier. <laughs> yep. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, so Winter Soldier up there. Number two, I was stuck between. I, uh, the Civil War for is this me was number good. F- is this five or? Oh, we go in Soldier number one. That's fine. Oh, well, we go five to one. It's fine if you went one to five. It's just so we know. All right. Yeah. So number one, number one for me was the Winter Soldier. Uh, I just don't think. Well, I'm hoping. Well, that's interesting. That's that, that's a big that's a big statement then of Winter Soldier's number one. One thing I will say to its credit is like it's the first one you watched and you felt these can be something different than just a your bog standard superhero film. Like the the sort of spy thriller element to to Winter Soldier was excellent, and I think it was a much needed. It, I think this the genre needed needed that in terms of like sort of. I think to bring more directors in as well, saying, "Look, when you make these films, they don't have to just be your stereotypical superhero films. You can make them other things." Yeah, I think it was it was good for the fact as well from a character perspective that it really kind of opened up Captain America. You got to start to see a different side of him, and like although he believed for so long that the government's right and they should be doing all this kind of stuff because it's Bucky, it kind of threw yeah. his. Uh, his view of things right out the window and I think that's well it was obviously we know now it was primarily the reason for the civil war yeah yeah definitely be- be- because he just couldn't let him go and I'm, I'm glad that they had to build up to that because otherwise it just wouldn't have made sense it also just like sort of Cap's moral compass though that he couldn't he he trusted his his more than he did the, the people running sort of the US government at the time when it comes to yeah. civil war, um, it's the fact he's right every time as well. <laughs> That's what ultimately at the end of it, he's right every time. He's just trying to work out how he's going to get to be right. Yeah, I guess so. Um, it's because he's the best. Team Cap or Team Iron Man? Oh, Cap, hundred percent. Yeah, same. I never really yeah, t- like Iron Man. If I'm honest, he was a bit of a. He always will be a B-list to me. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I'm glad for what Robert Downey Jr.'s done for the MCU, but I just remember Ryan. Iron Man being an alcoholic. <laughs> Do you want to have a word with Dean just now, Ryan? Why? Oh, you're an Iron Man. You're Team Iron Man. So? Everybody's allowed their opinion, Brian. <laughs> he just called him... <laughs> right, sorry. He just called him a B-lister. <laughs> in the comics, he generally, wasn't he like... Was he like my own understanding? He's, he never, he never was like a massive character before, like the movies happened. Like he was, yeah. Cap was like so. I've, ne- I've never read an Iron, I've never read an Iron Man comic. No, I don't. I think the only time I've ever encountered Iron Man has been in the when I read the Civil War, and then I, he showed up a couple of times in the Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and some other like times. other like big event stuff as well. Like yeah, I, I've read him in, but yeah, I don't, I don't read Iron Man comics. Um, so sorry, number two, uh, the Civil War. Love it, so good. Purely for the fact that I, I just, it was, it wasn't as good as the comic, but obviously they don't have these hundreds and hundreds of superheroes, so it never was going to be. But I thought for what they had, <clears throat> they did really well with it. 
Yeah. One of the thing I love about this is that see when you're watching the trailers and it's showing you the airport scene. And then yeah. there was all these memes all over the internet about like Civil War the comic and it's showing you all the characters and then the movie and it showed you the airport scene and you're like, that just looks absolutely ridiculous. It looks so bad. But then it, it was the, in my opinion, and still is the best action scene we've ever had in a superhero movie. And for it, like they did it so well and used the amount of characters they had. So what was it, like 17 minutes at last? Something like that. For yeah. an action scene. It's so, it's incredible. Absolutely love it. I preferred the fight scene in Age of Ultron, if I'm honest. When he when they all huddle round and he and Ultron says and it Yeah, and he says it's all of you versus all of me. I thought that was that's my favourite fight scene in the MCU so far. In fact, no, yes, well that and <laughs> <laughs> just that and the Civil War at the end when it's Cap and Bucky versus Iron Man. And they're fighting yeah, and they're swapping the shield about with each other. I just thought both both fantastic for me. Yeah. I mean I do like I do like a lot of the one on one hand combat stuff that Marvel do and you get a lot with that a lot of that with Cap, which is quite good. Um, yeah. Is it New York for you, Ryan? Um it's up there. Um I would probably Yeah, that or um the the airport scene, like just because there was so much and there was like new things dropped in that as well that we hadn't seen, like obviously Spider Man and then um, Giant, Man. Giant yeah. Man. That so, yeah, there was uh, because there was new stuff dropped in that and it did go on for a while. It was really satisfying. Um, yeah. So yeah, that or New York would be probably my my two favourite ones. Cool. Uh, number three. Uh, number three, I struggle with. Um, just trying to. Oh. Uh, yeah. So I, I was sat there and like three, four, it's, it's been mixed up for me a lot because obviously over the last few years, Marvel just keeps better and better for me. And I've watched it a good five, six times now to make sure is uh, Ragnarok. Wow. Nice. I just, yeah, I just, I don't know. I just, again, with the humor side of things, fantastic. Everything about it. I mean, I literally just laughed the whole way through the film. Uh, even from like Jeff Goldblum, just some of the stuff he says, I thought he was fantastic. Love that innit? man, yeah, so good. And I can't, I can't wait to see uh, him and the Collector. They have to do a scene with those together, even if it's just a, a five, uh, a five-second end credit scene of those two together. I think that would be brilliant. Yeah, even just like a little Marvel shot that they used to do, I would take that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, Ragnarok was great, and I said to Ryan, I think it's the funniest MCU movie we've had so far. Um, although I would accept people to say Guardians of the Galaxy one for that as well. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I'd go as far as to say Thor was funnier because it had some of Guardians of the Galaxy, like only very snippets, but some of it felt almost forced, whereas yeah. Thor's just felt really natural. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, I think the thing is, is that, uh, Taika Waititi is a comedy director. Like, he, that's what he, he does. And so that's probably why it works so well. Yeah. Feels so natural. Um, cool. Number four. Uh, number four was the first Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, good choice. Nice. Yeah, just, like, it had the laughs, it had the music, it had the, uh, visually, I thought it was stunning. I think James James Gunn really did pull out the stops for that one. That and the second one, to be fair, on a visual perspective, he knows what he's doing. He he seems to have owned the cosmos, and hopefully, he goes on to do Nova after the third Guardians of the Galaxy. 
Yeah, I, I think after he does the third one, I, I think that will be his last Guardian, but I could very well see James Gunn doing more. I think he's fully invested in this. I think he's, yeah, and he's, I, same with same with the Russo brothers. I think they both. I think they genuinely love it. I wasn't too sure. Like I, I didn't realize the Russo brothers were like they're massive comic book fans. Yeah. Um, like they know the characters so well. Like there's a really cool. Do you ever watch um, Screen Junkies on YouTube? Yep. There's a really cool. There's a couple of really cool videos with Screen Junkies and and the Russo brothers that are definitely worth watching. Um, yeah, can it make you understand why there's them. why they're so good at making these like superhero films yeah 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 God. yeah I, I, it was I think God is, is, is good but I don't know there's just some bits kind of annoy me about it but probably just it was good that we got our first first look at Thanos and to see him actually like talking and interacting with people that was yeah. really good uh, but as I say the fact that they just killed off Ronan like in one film was was frustrating. Yeah. And then number five. Uh, number five for me, uh, purely because it's it, it's the most innocent of the Marvel films for me, but it's one of my favourites. Uh, the first Avenger. I think mostly because I'm a Cap fan, it's just good to see him be born onto the big screen and not with a motorbike helmet on. It was just, uh, just a fun. <laughs> it's the second, uh, it's the a, second film he's in, though, isn't it? He's in First Avenger. Oh, you mean? For, oh, that's what you're talking. I thought you were talking about the Avengers. Oh wait, that, that, which, oh, which, no, which, no, no. Which, why don't? Why isn't Avengers in your top five? Uh, because for me, it's incredible. Uh, yeah, no, don't get me wrong. It is, it is, and it was like to see all of those. I mean, that scene in New York when they're just about to. Take on the Chitari, that bit was fantastic. But do you know the bit in New York just, when it pans around the wall? Like, yeah, the bit in New York when it pans around the wall. Ryan gets a stoner every time he watches that. Don't you right? My favorite, just a wee bit. Is the bit where the Cap turns to to Banner and says, "Now's a good time to get angry," and he just that yeah. punch. It's fantastic. It's just like, and he's just like, "That's my secret. I'm always angry." Like that's yeah. so good. That's ah. anyway. Like we we're big fans of the first Avenger, so we'll talk about Captain America first just, Avenger. <laughs> they just made it too much about Iron Man for me. It felt like it was more Iron Man and the Avengers. It was kind of like his story, his emotional side to things, and his attachments that made him want to unify the Avengers. But each of I, I still enjoy it. Don't hate me. I still enjoy it. <laughs> I don't hate you, I'm just judging you a little bit, that's all. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, the first Avenger for me was brilliant. Uh, great to see Tommy Lee Jones uh, make his, almost a cameo. I guess he didn't really have a big enough part to call it anything more than than that, but it was good to see him back on a big screen after, because I think he'd been away for quite a while before that film came out. Favourite character that's not Steve Rogers in First Avenger? Uh weirdly and you're, you're going to question Howard Stark <laughs> right I, I just you like Howard you like Tony yeah I just think his whole kind of the way his mannerisms and his like to see him as a, a young kind of basically a young Tony and you you think to yourself ah that's where he gets it all from kind of thing and then I went on to watch the Agent Carter series and he turns up in that for quite a bit so it was, it was he was good 
I don't know the character's name, but I love Stanley Tucci's character in it. The German scientist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Nah. Al- See the wee bit when they're on the beds and he brings them the alcohol. And Captain yeah. says for him, but he's just got two glasses for himself. I love, I love the wee yeah. guy. Um, our first Avengers is excellent. Um, oh, yeah, don't get me wrong, it is, but I just. I, it's probably no, I mean, because like, I've seen it that many times. <laughs> but, like, w- one of the things that we, we sort of said about Captain America First Avenger was that. Well, well I said it, I don't know if Ryan agrees, but I said that it, it's the film that, that each time I watch it, it's the one that gets better and better. Because mm-hmm. yeah. we, we, we've both spoke about how, like, when we first actually watched it, we were a bit like, no, oh, that was okay. But actually, the more and more I watch it, um, the more I'll, I'm like, this is a great film. Why did I not, how did I not realise that the first time I watched it? Yeah, and Hugo Weaving was amazing in it. I thought he played the Red yes. Skull uh, brilliantly. But it's just, he said he doesn't want to reprise the role, doesn't he? He said he will if he if he has to, because he's contracted, but yeah. he doesn't have any plans to, to come back as him, which is a bit... And hopefully he's just saying that to throw fans off the scent, but... No, I don't think so. I didn't. I, but we, we, we're talking about this. Recast him because, like, it's like Red Skull doesn't look like Hugo Weaving. And so, like, it's just makeup. So if he wants to wear another mask, he can use a different mask. Like, That's true, to cover yeah. his. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, because that, was, that was. It was just a Hugo. Effectively, you could see it from the point of he just had a Hugo Weaving mask on. Yeah, exactly. So it yeah. doesn't it, 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 it so he's easily recastable. They've recast Rhodey, do you know what I mean? Nobody bats an eyelid at that. That's true. I'm glad they did. Because when when you when you think of Rhodey, you think of um think what's of Don, his name? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, Don Chiro. You don't think of uh, the other guy. Oh, I don't know what his name is, it's escaping me. Terence Howard, is it? Yeah, yeah, Terence Howard. You don't think of Terence Howard. I think of Don yeah. Chiro. Um Cool. No, that's cool. That's a. I like lists that are different. I'll need to get your full list off you at one point because I quite like looking at people's MCU lists and then telling them where they've went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so two, two or three questions left. We'll try and get through them as quick as possible because we've like but an hour and ten minutes already, um, which is fine. Much. It's good. No, no, I don't apologise. It's just good like, to to chat. Um, so, what movie or movies are you most looking forward to in two thousand and eighteen? Uh. The the Infinity War, one hundred percent. I'd like to see Deadpool two. However, after seeing the two trailers, I'm very worried. Very <laughs> so, very worried. It just cool it, it doesn't look funny. Yeah, but like, I wasn't. I had the same issues with the first Deadpool, and so I, and then I was like, I don't know how this is going to work. I'm not convinced. I'm going to find it that funny. And then I went and saw it and loved it. And so. I think the trailers have looked okay. I said to Ryan, I thought the act. I think the action looks better in this movie. I think we're going to yeah. get more sort of like because the combat in the first one was a lot of gun stuff, wasn't it? Especially that first fight scene on the bridge. I think we're going to get a lot more sword stuff in this one. Yeah, the things which I'm really looking forward to. Is the director that uh, did, did his name escapes me? Uh, he did the John Wick films, didn't he? So you see what the fight scenes are like with that, then you just know that the fight scenes are going to be good at least. But I think it's going to take a more serious tone, obviously, where Cable's such a serious character. Have you read The Messiah Complex? Uh, I 
don't think I have. Oh, it doesn't ring a bell. You should read the Messiah Complex. It's excellent. But uh, the the trailer gave me hints of that. Now it's 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 not the same story. Basically, like the Messiah Complex. Have you read House of M? Yes. Yeah. So obviously the House of M. Spoilers for anyone that doesn't read comics. The House of M. Scarlet Witch like says no more mutants, and then mutants stop being born. The Messiah Complex is that there's been a mutant baby born, and Cable comes back to get her. And like other other people try to get it as well, but Cable's trying to get her to like save her and take her into the future with him. Oh, is that um, hope? Is that hope summers? Is that her? Yeah, hope summers. That's hope summers. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, so, that, that like and his, so, how does it work? Is it his sister or his? It's not his mum, is it? Cause his mum is his mum Jean Grey. Essentially, and... essentially his stepsister because Jean Grey and and Scott are his. Well, I don't know if yeah. it's Jean Scott Summers is his dad. I'm not too sure if Jean Grey is his mum, but Scott Summers is definitely his dad. And so, and then eventually that leads up to Avengers vs. X-Men, which is one of my favourite comics. But, like, the yeah. Messiah Complex, just that, because obviously Cable's coming back to get a kid in the trailer, isn't he? And we're made to believe he, he wants to kill him, but I'm not entirely convinced that's the case. Just because Probably Cable's won't. not a bad guy. Yeah. So I don't believe that. Yeah, they I think the trailers for the non-comic book fans, they're making it out to look like Cable is this bad guy that's coming to hurt anyone that gets in the way of him trying to uh, trying to get to this kid. But obviously, comic book fans know that he's he is a good guy and he's back. Over most yeah. of them, if they, they're fans of Cable, know exactly why he's back and why he carries the teddy on his on his side yeah. and stuff. But yeah, it'd be um, interesting to see how they play it. And Terry Crews, Terry Crews is in it. I, we haven't heard him speak or anything, but everything Terry Crews does is funny. So hopefully this will be the same. <laughs> Do you think we'll see him dancing as a big giant robot like he does in all his films? <laughs> <laughs> That's a big ro- he does a big robot dance all the time, doesn't he? Like, um, <laughs> I, bet I like Terry Crews. He's good. Um, so Infinity War. Oh, how good does that look? I keep. I keep watching spoilers. I keep watching no, the little adverts on the telly, and I'm like, "Why did yeah. I do that? Why am I watching this?" And Kareem, she I, always says, "She's like, well, don't watch it." Yeah, she's right. You should listen to her. Um, <laughs> I, I, see, normally I'm like, "You did that." There's a TV spot. I need. I'm like, I need to watch. I need to watch it. But I've only watched the two trailers this time, and it's so difficult to avoid. Yeah, especially if I'm on. See if I'm on our movie podders Instagram account or or our Twitter, because obviously we follow a lot of movie stuff. And so there's loads of like people like showing like putting the TV spots up on their Instagram or on their Twitter, and I'm like having to just scroll past them really fast so that I don't, don't yeah. watch them. And it it doesn't help with social media's algorithms of recommended for you anymore because it's like I know it's recommended for me, but I don't want to watch it. <laughs> yeah, and it's difficult because like I mean, obviously the watching the trailers was great because it gets that excitement up. I mean. I couldn't contain myself when that first trailer came out. I was just like yeah. genuinely a, a small child, and like I, like I think I told Rhino it's sort of bit like Amelia broke my heart because I'd been te- I'd been texting her to say like I'm so happy you've no idea how happy I'm, and I was like we need to watch it when we get home again. So she hadn't seen it, and I put on it, put it on a big TV, put it on, and then as soon as the trailer was finished, she just like in the most like serious voice said, "What is it about that trailer that makes you so happy?" I was just like, <laughs> just like, just killed all my joy. <laughs> Is it too late to divorce? <laughs> yeah, 
Unfortunately, <laughs> I think I dumped her. I was like, you're dumped for the night. <laughs> but yeah. So nah, they they look fantastic. They've changed a few things I've noticed though. Uh, in the first trailer when Spider-Man's on the the big wheel thing whatever it's going to be the the teleporter or the black hole creator whatever it is, he's in his iron what I presume is the iron spider suit. But in yeah. the new trailer he's in his standard suit. So is I'm he? not too sure what yeah. Oh, oh, is it, oh. Was, it, was it screenshot? But well, one of them, basically, yeah, you see, as, I'm not sure what trailer it's in, but you oh, see one that. of them in the Iron Spider suit and then another one in the normal. So I, I don't I know saw, what I saw somebody's, I saw somebody's theory on this is that, like, when he's on it, we maybe see it, like, he is in his standard suit, but when Tony Stark, like, you know how Tony Stark, like, goes up to it? Yeah. Maybe then he gives him his Iron Spider suit, which that is probably... And a wristwatch or a ring or something, because he can fit anything into anything, can't he? Yeah, that's true. I think that machine takes them to another world. Because there's, there's there's scenes in there where uh, Star-Lord and Iron Man are talking about his plan being great but rubbish. And uh, there's a couple of other scenes where Iron Man gets punched to the floor, where Spider-Man gets choked on the floor. I think that's on a different planet because it's like very orange and dusty, almost as if it were like Mars or something. So yeah. I think there's going to be you're going to see different planets. Ryan had a great theory though that it was Wakanda just later on at night because what was it when that scene when Tony Stark and um, Star Lord are talking? Ryan, you can see the sort of things that are like landing yeah. Wakanda, can't you? Yeah, there's a few now, shots you can see similar stuff, like from what's happening in Cap, like Cap's point of view to Tony's kind of point of view. So I think that they're all going to end up in the one place. Yeah, because yeah, at the moment that, they're all over the place, aren't they? So. Yeah, it could it could just be that those things that the lowriders come in are where Tony Stark are and they're where in Wakanda as well. But I quite like I quite like Ryan because I was the same as you, Dean. I was convinced it's a different planet. But then when Ryan said that, I was like, "Oh, that's like that's quite good. I quite like that." And then we'll yeah, both we'll all be wrong, and it'll be Earth, but it'll be in Edinburgh. Yeah, or once he's once he's destroyed half of Earth with the Infinity Gauntlet or something, that'd be cool. You never yeah. know. But I want to know what this last stone is. I've seen so many people say it's Iron Man. Uh, the merchandise pointing to it being Iron Man because all the have you seen like the the cups and stuff. Did you did you catch no, that? No. I stay away from merchandise because it spoils things. Yeah, so there's like apparently the merchandise is pointing to Iron Man. The fan theories say Captain America is the Soul Stone and it's part of the the Super Serum, and that's why Thanos goes directly to him. And I don't know, I don't know where it is. I hope it's it's going to be somewhere. You're going to be like, ah, oh, that's. I hope it's not on Earth. To be know. honest, <laughs> I don't. I, know. I, I don't... I, I don't want it to be on Earth because we've got we've got three already on Earth. Uh, I'm trying to think what's well, the collector's got one, hasn't he? He's got the one. Oh, he's got two. He's got the one from the Guardians and the one from Thor. Yeah, but he's got the Tesseract, right? Well, he's not got that yet, has he? Loki's got that at the well, moment because Loki yeah, stole yeah. it and swore. which which was on Earth, and then we've got the Mind Stone, which was on Earth, and then the one with um, Doctor Strange. Again on Earth, I just like have there another ones on Earth. I just think there's too many. Like, well, he's got two, hasn't he? He's got two himself in the in the gauntlet already. But it looks like when he gets to Earth and comes out of that portal, that he already has two of them. Yeah, so I think sure. the Soul Stone is going to be in Wakanda, and that's 
the meteor that came down had the soul stone in it, and that's why like they've got those plants that let them go to the yeah, place that's where they can see their well. no, that's um, true. But we better we better move on or we'll be here till like midnight talking about Infinity <laughs> yeah. Wars. That's so good, man. Like, like we 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 did a wee like trailer review of the first one, and we actually could have just spoke for hours just about the trailer. So, yeah, um, um, we'll see. Uh, so, c- c- last two questions, Ryan. Oh, you let me do the questions again, then. Thanks. I know Ryan. I jumped Thanks, in there, didn't I? <laughs> I jumped in. Uh, what is your favourite movie of all time? So we've had that already, really. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, as much as I want to hide the fact that it's Jurassic Park, it really is. Uh, a very close second would be Deadpool for me. <laughs> don't don't hide Jurassic Park. It's somebody, but it's no. the best movie of all time. Yeah, for me it is. It is. but And nothing's come close to it apart from, uh, like, literally, in 25 years, nothing's come close to it apart from when Deadpool came out. And Deadpool was very close from a completely different perspective because, obviously, it's two very different types of films. But Yeah, yeah. No, both, both. Yeah, I did, I did. Both excellent, excellent choices. Okay. Last one then. Go for it. Last one. Um, finally, we want you to produce a movie. So tell us who you would direct it, who you would cast in it. You can give us as many people as you like, but we need at least two. And what genre would it be? Uh, well, you know me, so it's going to be the superhero genre. Uh, I'd love to see the Russo brothers direct a Fantastic Four film I think if yeah I think if they did a Fantastic Four film they'd just they'd nail it on the head I really do Uh, my my cast my cast was quite I I had to take a while to think about it Uh, I always struggle with because I've had this conversation many times I struggle with Mr. Fantastic I'm never quite sure like normally with John Krasinski's come out and said he wants to play Mr. Fantastic yeah, that would be that would be a good show. I'm trying to think. Oh, I I had oh who was it? I, I can remember my Human Torch. The Human Torch. I want uh, James Franco. I think James Franco would right. be a really fun Human Torch. I think he kind of gets the the whole humor side. I mean, if you guys have obviously seen the interview, yeah, yeah. see that yeah that kind of the cockiness he has in the interview would be a good Human Torch for me. Thing, I put Tom Hardy. I'd love to see right. Tom Hardy as the thing. Uh, obviously, you wouldn't be able to see much of him, and I know he's going on to do to do Venom and to be Eddie Brock and stuff. But I'd pick him. Uh, I had Emma Stone as uh, Sue purely because right. she's 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 beautiful and she's intelligent, which is what Sue Storm needs to be. Fantastic. Uh, I'm not sure how you're going to react to this one, but I picked Andrew Garfield right I like that I can kind of see that yeah kind of like he's good enough at doing that sort of geeky sort of thing and still being sort of yeah well he was the hero in and I've slipped the uh, Hacksaw was it Hacksaw Ridge yeah yeah he's kind of got the heroic side there as well and uh, yeah so for me his his portrayal of a hero in uh, Hacksaw Ridge just mixed with the geekiness and the on-screen chemistry uh, with Emma Stone. I just think he'd be fantastic as, well, <laughs> Mr. Fantastic, really. <laughs> yeah, that, that's quite a fitting word to use. Cool. <laughs> Not quite like that, Cash. Something you said that was really interesting because I, th- I thought we were going to get through a whole uh, movie with friends without someone mentioning him. 
but you you managed to fit Tom Hardy in there. We have not had a movies with friends yet when somebody's not mentioned Tom Hardy. He's too beautiful a man to cover up. He's you too, can't have him. He is. He's also too good and to he, to not be mentioned. And he lives about twenty minutes down the road from me as well. He's in a he's uh, in a pub just down the road from me. Is he your mate hanging about with Tom? Yeah, yeah, me and Tom. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think I think he'd be a good thing. I really do. But obviously, with his Venom project, which I'm also a little bit nervous about. Yeah, but we'll see. We'll see what we do. I mean, they did Spider-Man well enough. I mean, they, Marvel kind of held their hand, but Spider-Man: Homecoming was a good film. I've heard a rumor about Venom that uh, you don't see Venom until like the last five minutes. If we don't, if that happens, I won't be happy. That is bollocks. By the way, if that happens, that's nonsense. Like, can... I don't know. I don't know if if they're going to set up this whole their own kind of multi uh, universe kind of thing. I wouldn't mind it if they do it right. I want more than five minutes of Venom, though. You, oh yeah, but I want I want at least twenty minutes of him. But I wouldn't mind if you didn't see him for the first half of the film. If it was just the whole the character build up. No, just get fired right in there. I want as much Venom as possible. Fired in about it. <laughs> <laughs> the third act, maybe if they make the third act all about Venom. First act all about Eddie Brock. The second act all about the symbiote and him finding Eddie Brock, and then the third, uh, the third act all about Venom. I think that would be cool. But is is he going to be Venom, or is he going to go straight to Agent Venom, where you don't really see him as big as like the Venom everyone knows and loves kind of thing? Because Agent Venom's really dumbed down. I'm hoping it's going to be the normal Venom and not the Agent Venom they go with. I think what might happen is that it will be Agent Venom at first, and then go full on Venom. Um, which I'd be okay like with. He, I'd be okay with. His, like if he controls it at first, and then just get the like starts to get worse over. and worse. Yeah. But yeah. I, I I don't understand how they're going to do it because obviously when Venom came to Earth, he got his powers from Spider Man. Now they've said Spider Man's not going to be in this film, so how's Venom going to get his powers? Uh, we there's a guy called John Schnepp who is he hasn't confirmed it, but he's pretty much confirmed that. Tom Holland will be showing up in Venom. All right, see, because I thought I was under the impression that there was going to—is it so? Is it Tom Holland? Is it Peter Parker? Then it's not actually Spider-Man. We see. I think that's what he was sort of suggesting that it was just going to be Peter Parker, but I think it's going to be suggesting that these this Spider-Man is in the same universe as as Venom. So how that fits in with the MCU is a big question, and I don't know how that's all going to work. Well, unless Sony run the whole. Sinister Six villains side of things and go off with doing the villains stories where they're all fighting each other kind of thing mm-hmm. or Marvel stick to their heroes with a couple of villains, I don't know, but I'm sure they got a plan. I think now Marvel have got their name mixed into it, they're not going to let or Marvel Studios even, I don't think they're going to let Sony yeah. muck it up like they kept doing I think yeah. there's always going to be someone like watching over their shoulder to say that's not right or this mm-hmm. doesn't fit, yeah. that's not going to work as long as it's Marvel that's doing that, then I'm okay. Uh, yeah, definitely. But we should probably wrap things up there, guys. It's been an hour and a half chatting away to each other, which has been great. <laughs> um, so thanks very much, Dean, for coming on. It's been brilliant. Um, Thank you. Thanks g- for having me. Gives us a gives us a good chance to geek out about comic book stuff, which is one of our favourite things to do. Um, oh, yes. So um, what's your Twitter handle, Dean? Dean Slater 23 
Uh, I can't remember. I think, sure <laughs> I think so. Sure. So Dean's on Twitter at Dean's Twenty Three. He's also got a Facebook page called Geeked News. Yes, one Geeked News. Where he basically posts anything that's superhero related in terms of movies and TVs. If you're into that sort of stuff, you'll be able to find it on there. Um, and Jurassic Park we've got some Jurassic Park and Jurassic World updates in there as well when they happen <laughs> when are you going to start adding Star Wars stuff in? Uh, I, there's too many there's, <laughs> Star Wars is so big now it's too hard to keep up with fair enough um, but yeah if you, so if you love superheroes especially then go check out that page um, but yeah thanks for coming on and remember you can follow us on Twitter at MoviePodders and on Instagram at MoviePodders as well cool thanks for listening guys um, take care Ryan anything? No, not a thing. (laughs) Cheers, Dean. Thank you. Thanks for having me. See you later. Bye.